0: Here's today's quote.
1: No, trail life changes you and it makes you appreciate small things like, you know, trash cans and running water makes you appreciate all the little things in life that you take for granted. I think it's also learning to recognize the things that you can change in your life and the things that you can't. Because when you're out here on a trail like this, you can get mad at the wind all you want, but guess what? Like you're still gonna have to put your tent up in it, and it's still gonna blow things around, and it, and it's gonna be aggravating. But then you learn, like, well, I just have to appreciate the days that aren't windy when I set my tent up and when everything goes perfectly, because like I can't change the wind. Like
0: Now, I suspect that many of you will not necessarily recognize that voice, although some of you may. That is Jessica Mills, better known online and on trail by her trail name Dixie. And she's the owner of Homemade Wanderlust, LLC, and probably most well-known for her YouTube channel by the same name. And Dixie is an avid long-distance hiker and has documented her journeys, which began in 2015 with her northbound thru-hike of the Appalachian Trail. For those unfamiliar, the Appalachian Trail runs from Springer Mountain in Georgia to Mount Katahdin in Maine, or vice versa, depending on your preference. Its mileage fluctuates slightly annually due to trail closures and reroutes and such, but it's currently 2,194.3 miles in length, it crosses 14 states, and all of this is according to the governing body known as the Appalachian Trail Conservancy or the ATC. And every year a few thousand hikers attempt what is called a through hike, where they complete the entire trail in one direction or another or some combination, which we'll talk about here in a moment. And as I said, there are a few ways to do this northbound or nobo from Georgia to Maine, southbound or sobo from Maine to Georgia. And then what's called a flip flop beginning near ish the middle, let's say usually Harper's Ferry, West Virginia, and hiking in one direction and then hiking the other half afterwards, which you may do for seasonal reasons, trying to avoid certain types of weather or uh, to accommodate a schedule or, or what have you. And there's another way that's not as well known, but that's section hiking. And that is probably one of the most common things for people who aren't attempting a through hike to do is just go out and hike what the name implies, which is a small section. Well, if you accumulate and can document all of the sections of the trail from Georgia to Maine in any order completed over any length of time, then you are considered to have completed the entire trail. And the last option, the, the the section hiking option, can take years or even decades. There are there are stories of people taking their entire adult lives to complete the entire trail. And it's really kind of a cool, cool way to do it, considering you have to be as consistent as is required to do that year in and year out over an extended period of time. The other the first three are normally done in about four to six months time. Uh, the record is somewhere down in the 40, 40 day time, which is insanity if you if you consider that that's more than 50 miles of trail a day and the appalachian trail or at as it's known is one of currently 11 national scenic trails and a national scenic trail is a continuous non-motorized trail of at least 100 miles in length recognized by the national park service these trails include the at the arizona trail the florida trail the ice age trail natchez trace trail new england trail North Country Trail, Pacific Northwest Trail, Potomac Heritage Trail, the Continental Divide Trail, and the Pacific Crest Trail. The AT, along with the Pacific Crest Trail, the PCT as it's known, and the Continental Divide Trail, or CDT as it's known, make up what's called the Triple Crown of National Scenic Trails. The PCT goes from Mexico to Canada, through California, Oregon, and Washington, for over 2,650 miles. And the CDT also goes from Mexico to Canada through just five states, from New Mexico to Montana, covering over 3,100 miles. And Dixie herself has actually completed all of them, earning herself the title of Triple Crowner. As you would expect, these trails are no, they're no joke. While thousands of people attempt the AT and PCT, and, and a f- lesser number attempt the CDT, due to the more rugged and remote nature of that trail, only a fraction of any of those that start actually finish. And though the PCT, which is the most recently completed of the three trails, has been around since 1993, there are only about 500 people that have ever completed the Triple Crown of nearly 8,000 miles of hiking and what turns out to be easily more than a year on trail for most people. And there are a lot of reasons for that. And additionally, as you'd expect, these trails traverse a wide array of climates and weather. And when one spends that long on the trail, I'd say 20 miles a day is a good seasoned hiker average. One experiences all the seasonal conditions as well. Of course, food and shelter and clothing and other items are all carried each step of the way in a pack or something like that. Now, Dixie was trained as a an engineer at Auburn University, and she set aside her engineering work to pursue her hiking interests, which quickly grew to be a passion and then, uh, dare I say, a necessity. And since completing the CDT in 2018, Dixie has also hiked the Camino de Santiago in Europe, as well as the Pinhoti Trail, the Benton Mackay Trail, and the Florida Trails. Each one of these is a major accomplishment, so her resume of hiking is, is quite robust. And all of them are chronicled on her YouTube channel, which any hiker of any trail of any distance should go and watch and enjoy, because you will learn something. And something you may not know, listener, is that I myself am an aspiring AT thru-hiker, I grew up in Maine, and I've hiked several sections of the trail up and down the east coast, including having summited Katahdin, though not on the AT trail, via one of the other routes to the top, and other peaks along the trail itself. And let me say, it is a significant undertaking. Many of the hikers are either very young, i.e. they are in, soon to be in, or recently graduated from college, or older, near or at retirement age. The graph of ages of thru-hikers always makes me chuckle as it looks like a giant U-shape clustered at the young end and the old end of the spectrum with a very low middle section. Think people in their 25- to 55-year-old range. Which, of course, I fall squarely into the low part of the U, and for all the reasons you'd expect, am not currently on the trail. Things like job and life and bills, etc., etc. Technically, however, so is Dixie. But she has chosen to prioritize her life differently than I and many others and has made time for the trails and has experienced many amazing things as a result. She serves for me and for countless others as an inspiration and a source of knowledge. As I said, her YouTube channel is chock full of more than 10,000 miles of trail experience in terms of what to carry, what not to carry, how to hike, when to hike, how to be safe, etc., etc. It's a huge knowledge repository and anybody that hikes is going to learn something from watching her evolve as a hiker from 2015 to today and beyond. And one of the things that makes her YouTube channel so endearing is the fact that she is so humble and so kind and so willing to share her experiences, the good, the bad, and the ugly, as she traverses massive distances. And today's quote originated from one of her videos, which was shot on the PCT when she was completing her through hike of that trail, in 2017. And she completed each of the three Triple Crown trails in a northbound direction. And the southernmost 700 miles of the Pacific Crest Trail is considered largely to be desert, and therefore it is extremely challenging. It can be very hot, it can be very dry, it can be very windy, and there are long stretches where you are without both civilization and modern amenities which you grow to be very accustomed with being or <clears throat> which you grow to be very comfortable with as you hike these longer trails there are just going to be stretches of time where you are alone and there's no one around there's nothing around and you're left with your own thoughts and while each trail has its own unique challenges climates remoteness etc the pct is particularly tough as it passes through hundreds of miles of desert followed by some of the highest elevations including near the highest point in the lower 48 states, Mount Whitney, followed by sections that are fraught with wildfires and culminates in what can be a very wet and very cold, including snow, conditions at the northern border of the United States. So timing and luck on the PCT are everything. Oftentimes the trail, the weather, and even your own body can conspire against you to create an exceptionally difficult trek. And while most attempters fail to complete the trails, many for injuries sustained on the trail that make it impossible, either permanently or temporarily, to continue, many fall short due to the significant mental challenges the trail places in the packs of hikers. Being wet and cold and bored and sore, tired and lonely and injured and complacent even can bring the most experienced hikers to the point of walking away from the trail instead of down it. Again, think about what I said before. You are alone a lot of the time on the trail. Some trails are more social than others. The, the northbound AT crew tends to be annually tends to be very communal, tends to be large groups of people. You will see a lot of the same people throughout your time on the trail. Other hikes can be very different. For example, a southbound CDT hike or a southbound AT hike are notoriously more lonely. There are fewer people in general on the CDT. And fewer people hike southbound on the AT than hike northbound, largely due to seasonal considerations and the difficulty of the hike in the northern portions. But there are reasons, and if you hike those directions, you will find that there are significant amounts of time where you will be by yourself. And everyone that has hiked in those directions talks about that, talks about the loneliness on the trail. And even northbound on the AT or northbound on the PCT, you will still find times where you are alone. And in those moments where you are alone, you're left with your own thoughts and your own and your own difficulties and your own struggles and your own frustrations of what can happen. And today's quote came as Dixie shared her experience with just a few of those challenges that she was experiencing on the PCT. So here's the quote, one more time, for your consideration.
1: You no, know, true life changes you and it makes you appreciate small things like, you know, trash cans and running water makes you appreciate all the little things in life that you take for granted I think it's also learning to recognize the things that you can change in your life and the things that you can't because when you're out here on a trail like this you can get mad at the wind all you want but guess what like you're still gonna have to put your tent up in it and it's still gonna blow things around and and it's gonna be aggravating but then you learn like well I just have to appreciate the days that aren't windy when i set my tent up and when everything goes perfectly because like i can't change the wind
0: like and for context here dixie is nearing the 250 mile mark of the pct at this point near cienega seca creek east of san bernardino in california very much still in the heat of the desert and the difficulties of the desert and she is approaching a cabin at which there are trash cans yes trash cans And this doesn't sound like a big deal until you consider that a hiker carrying food and other items we non-trail hikers would readily dispose of in a trash can at any convenient moment must carry all their trash, sometimes for days, before reaching a town or a camp where trash can be appropriately discarded. For some people, that is, food wrappers, sometimes it's dirty toilet paper and dirty feminine hygiene products. It sounds gross, but it's a part of trail life. And it's something that any responsible hiker will do. They will not leave their trash in the wilderness. They don't bury it. They take it with them, and they discard it in a proper trash can. But if you think about it, if you're alone on the trail for hours on end, days even on end, and you're left with nothing but your own thoughts, you have hummed every song that you can think of, you have cursed Mother Nature aloud, you've sang, you've talked to yourself, you've talked to wildlife, and now you're just bored. And the thought of carrying around trash with you for an extended period of time until you reach the next trash can, which might still again be days away, could lead you to some really weird places, some really interesting places in your own mind. And for some people, that's part of the challenge. That's part of what they like about it, is the fact that they are discarding modern amenities and instead taking on a, a more primal way of living. Only so primal, considering most people today carry super lightweight materials and advanced food that is freeze-dried or perfectly packaged, etc., etc. So it's only so primal, but it's more primal, I would argue, than our daily life. Not the least which of examples is is the trash can in question here. And just before this quote, Dixie talks about how the trail forces you to accept delayed gratification. You won't always have a toilet, a trash can, or cell reception when you want it. And you have to, to be successful on these trails, come to grips with this and not allow it to derail your thoughts as you make forward progress. And this, for many, is very hard. And for some, seemingly unovercomable altogether. And if you cringed at the idea of no toilet or being smelly, for example, many thru-hikers forego deodorant entirely as a sort of Sisyphean effort to stave off the inevitable hiker stank then you would certainly have something to learn in order to hike a long trail such as these. And that may not interest you. And that's fine. That's fine. But if you're here and you're listening, you're probably at least a little like me and interested in the challenge and learning in life, wherever it may come from. Long-distance hiking teaches you things that are hard to learn elsewhere. Perhaps that's what appeals to me about it. And that is what Dixie is talking about here, and what drew me to these words when I heard them back in 2017 while I was jealously following her progress on the PCT. Small things are what most of life is made of. Sure, there are big things, there's graduations and weddings, and there's births of children and deaths and promotions, etc. But most of what we experience on any given day are very, very small things. The flick of a light switch, the flush of a toilet the turning over of our car engine, or the satisfaction of a warm meal. We will experience tens of thousands, or hundreds of thousands of those small things over the course of our lives, and we will take most of them for granted. Dixie's words today remind me that I should cherish those things, not because they're likely to disappear on me, unless I make them do so artificially by putting myself out on a trail like she has, which I do plan to do one day, but rather because if I can learn to find small happiness in small things like those, then I can live a more joyful and complete life, appreciating them when otherwise I might overlook them. And I think this is why, towards the end of our lives, the big things are not what people tend to talk about. It's all the little things. Listen to somebody who's getting older and moving up in the world, or moving along towards the end of their life, and the things that they talk about Go back and refer to the, the episode where I talk about what my grandmother talked about, my late grandmother talked about, around the age of 80. And some of the things that she talked about, they weren't the big things in life. They were some of the small things. They were the the the, the little birthdays, the Christmas cards, the, the, the friends and family, and how important those friends and family were. And how important those friends and family were to the fulfilling life that she felt that she had led. And that's what Dixie is saying here, is that trail life, being out on the trail, changes you. It forces you to accept delayed gratification. It can be windy, it can be hot, it can be rainy. You still have to keep going. You're still going to have to set your tent up in that wind or that heat or that rain. And that's just part of the experience. And there's something to learn from that. And like I said, Dixie's YouTube channel is as interesting as it is, Not just to see the beauty of nature and uh, admire the progress that a truly incredible and capable person is making in accomplishing these hellaciously difficult feats, but because she, she shares this wisdom and this knowledge. And if you watch over time as she goes from the AT to then the PCT to then the CDT, she becomes more of a teacher and a mentor. She adds a lot of educational value especially in the latter parts of each video. And maybe it was how they were edited, but she talks about things like this and other really, really powerful lessons that I'm certain she has taken from the trail and brought back with her. So think about today's quote. Think about some of the things that you can change and the things that you can influence. And think about the ways that you can be joyful about the little things in life. These are wise words, Dixie wise words indeed. Until next time, I'm Matthew Monroe. this is Quotations, and thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode and would like to hear more, please subscribe in your favorite podcast app, or visit me at quotationspod.com to download and listen. Please also take a moment to recommend the podcast to a friend. That's a huge help. You can tweet at me at quotationspod. Send me an email to quotationspod at gmail.com. Find me on Instagram at quotationspod, or join the conversation on Facebook, at Quotations Pod. I look forward to hearing from you. Welcome your feedback and thanks as always for listening.